What's up, guys? Big T here, Big T Talks. We are with Insta- Hey, what's up? We're live. Instaguru here, Instaguru Talks. Uh, so we're doing a simultaneously dual anchor podcast right now. So we're doing a simultaneous anchor. Oh, there's a delay. <laughs> this is episode 10. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're just trying this out. I just got uh, insert guru here or Tim Walbridge, mm. if you want to use your real name. Just don't say internet. insert Tim Walbridge because then it gets really awkward. <laughs> insert, you're inserting Tim Walbridge. Um, Does that make me a suppository? <laughs> Depends where you're inserting it. <laughs> Uh, no, so I just got on to Anchor. I'm going to check it out. So this is my episode one. This is Travis's episode 10. Uh, but we were just sitting here talking about the new tax bill really quick uh, and how it affects, uh, I mean, us directly and then the people yeah. around us. So uh, what's, uh, what's your understanding? So I read through um, quite a few episodes last or episodes. I read through <laughs> quite a few articles last night. Uh, I don't know how much of it is true. Um, but what I've read as far as me being a medium to small business, the tax breaks and the percentages that are lowered actually help my business quite a bit. Um, like I said, I never know when stuff is on paper if it's really true. Um, but as far as like earned income credits, lowering the percentage of taxes I pay with the annual income that we bring in, uh, with you know the claiming dependents, claiming my kids with that with that. Uh, that write-off that you get is almost doubled. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple things on there I saw too, like uh, you cannot write off alimony anymore. You cannot use. Could you write off alimony before? Uh, the article said you could. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, and also, uh, if a comp- if a business moved you, like Intel or Nike, um, they can no longer write that off on their taxes as the move. That is being just like. Gone away. Yeah. The only ones who can are military. The stuff that I kind of focused on, because the big the big corporations, obviously, they're going to win. This this you know the the whole tax restructure. It's and it's the largest tax restructure we've had. I think since, since Ronald Reagan. Since Reagan, yeah, yeah, since Reagan, um, is obviously going to one hundred percent affect the major corporations. Uh, you know, it, it instantly create 17% more value to their companies. And so, what my concern is is the minute that this is actually signed. The valuations are going to be 17% more. There's going to be a, a, you know, a run in the stock market. I mean, there, there's definitely going to be some tremendous upside to major corporations. I think tremendous downside to the middle class, though. One thing I did read is that the tax break to the middle class is only effective for 10 years. I did see Where that. the tax break to the major corporations is basically in perpetuity. Yes. Like, there's no expiration date on it. They were saying all. that it'll be, there is a resign thing, but there's no reason that they won't resign it and extend it every time I saw. But why why make it in perpetuity for the major corporations and not make it in perpetuity for the middle class? Why why put that 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 stopgap on it? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the part that doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Well, do you think when another president comes in, they will just completely rewrite it and try to abolish it? Of course it? they will. Look what happened with, you know, everything that Obama just did. Uh, Trump has completely come in and just unwound everything, you know? I did did read an article that um, they canceled all of, so if you did not have health insurance, how you did get the tax penalty, Mm -hmm. that is gone. That's good, as they should have. That's This whole medical health care shit in America is a joke. It's always weird to me that people couldn't afford to buy health insurance. Mm -hmm. And And now you're going to find them? Yeah. 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 I, I never understood it. I mean, I understand that he thought... 
um, it would probably make people get insurance, mm-hmm. but it didn't. No, hell I no, it didn't. It just, made, it just pissed people up. off more. Yeah. I think insurance prices went up yeah. because they're like, oh, people need it now. I've had the same policy with Kaiser Permanente for going on 17 years, 18 years, right? Yeah. And my, when I first started 17 years ago, my premiums were $450 for my entire family. I'm paying $1,000, and that $1,000 has increased from 600 to $982 just over the last three years. Because of all of the, the health care reform, if you will. And it's the same service. It's the same. Well, yeah. yeah Luckily, I'm grandfathered. Well, no, I'm actually grandfathered into a plan where I have, you know, like a 20% or $20 copay and that's it. Like they cover fucking everything. So I'm super duper lucky in that regard. But if I was to cancel and start again, we'll have to do on episode two here. Yeah, yeah. So that's wrapping up episode one. Check out episode two. We will, uh, we will be going live again right now. Okay, we are back. Uh, episode two. Episode two. Oh, that's episode eleven for you, though. Oh yeah. Damn, no, we're all no, screwed well, up. Part yeah, two. Part two. Part 10. two. Yeah. Episode ten. Part two. Part two. Uh, do you uh, remember exactly where you? Live? I do. Yeah. So we were talking about how health insurance and how expensive. Yeah. How health insurance. So my here's my biggest problem, and I'm you know it, as we talk about this kind of stuff, listen, I I didn't I don't sit and research to the you know the end of the world about this kind of stuff. This is just what I get from the surface, um, but but how I feel about it in particular is that big pharma needs to be responsible for some of these healthcare costs. Like they are 100% responsible for, you know, a lot of the addiction problems we have in this country. Um, I think that, that the tax breaks that they get and the lobbying that they do to keep doing what they do, which literally is legal drug peddling, you know, I mean, they're, 100%. you know, they've 100%. proven that, you know, that, um, that over the counter medication and prescription medication is some of the most addictive you know, well, and even if it's around. not on the, so I'm dealing with obviously um, a pretty major cancer issue in my family. Sure. Yeah. Uh, with my father, and um, that's not a really insensitive no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, Thanks. And he uh, is refusing chemo mm. uh, because he just doesn't want to deal with that. So there is, um, he's in the last stage of it. So there is pills that he can take, four pills a day. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't afford to take the pills. Mm-hmm. Those pills are literally like $8 a pill. Right. And he has to take four of those every day. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. Well, and I think there's also there, some uh, studies that are coming out now, and and I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly who this was, but I, I just heard that there was a, a, someone in our circle, their, that their mom also has cancer and also refused and at the refusal time they basically gave her six months to live and that was like three years ago right her quality of life has improved she's you know she she certainly still has the cancer but it's not it's not as detrimental as what the physicians they made it they made it sound and she's not taking any pills because she also is on a fixed budget she could not afford the medication she could not afford you know the chemo and all that kind of stuff and and the more people are digging into it, is that the chemo actually seems to do more damage. Yes, than makes it, you sicker. Yeah, it makes you yeah, sicker, you, and yeah, your, your immune system then becomes you know deficient, and and then what choice do you have? Yeah, you know that's. It's so. just weird to me that someone who has worked their whole life, paid taxes their whole entire life, that is on, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, mm-hmm. Social Security, cannot afford to have the pills mm-hmm. to keep them alive. And coming full circle back to this whole, you know, this, this tax reform, there is some language buried in there that is going to attack Medicare, Social Security, all of those things. In a bad way. In a bad way. That's I a, that's, a tax you know, I guess that. it's a, it's a $1.5 trillion 
in addition to our, but that's over a period of 10 years. That's one thing that people need to understand. This is not yearly. And in loosely looking at what has happened to our our debt over the last, you know, Trump's one year, on paper, our debt has actually gone down. So some of the changes that he's made has actually lowered, you know, our, our debt. Uh, and ap- uh, apparently, according to this plan, it's going to continue to to lessen by only adding 1.5 trillion over the next 10 years, Which... in, con- in conjunction with other measures that will be lowering it. Okay. So again, I, I don't know fully. I need to go through some more research on that. Uh, but there is specific language in there that is going to attack Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, uh, which I'm 100% on your side with that. You know, my, my parents are retired. My yes. dad is working right now to continue creating a good quality of life for him and my mom. Because of the... Yeah, because of some Social bullshit that he's got to deal with from his government retirement and, and Social Security. There's some unwritten law that you can't have both. And it's like, listen, man, he, he fucking worked his ass, <laughs> ass off. off. He deserves to have those things, yeah. you know? And just because you mismanaged your money, you know, a couple years ago, does not mean you get to dip into what, you know, other hard-working Americans have built. Yes, so, I anyway. 100% agree. But that's episode two, uh, or, or, or not episode two, that's... Uh, episode 10, part two. Part two. Um, yeah, we are going to wrap up. We'll do one more part. We will do a part three, and uh, we will get on a little bit more of a, uh, a funner topic, I guess you could say. Funner? Something. Funner. Is, is that funner. a word? It's like tubbing with two Bs. We will definitely not be tubbing, <laughs> just so we're all on the same page here. I know that this is audio, but you know, you, if you hear water splashing, just send help. All right, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hey, what's up, guys? Big T here, Big T Talks. Uh, insert guru here. Deeply. 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 Um, you can check us out on the web, uh, bigttalks.com. And I'm not on the web yet. You're not on the no, web yet. No, I got I got Instagram. I got some other stuff. It, it's 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 in motion. It's in process. Yes. But the biggest part about being in process is that I am in process. Insert Guru here has just kind of become a reality from my own growth, the things that I'm looking at in my life, how I'm taking accountability for my own shit, um, and and coming up with a plan that works for me to to just you know get back on track and better yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for whatever reason, you know, people. People respond to me in a positive way. And so maybe if I can help some other people or at least inspire some other people to get off their ass and and do something or change something about themselves or put themselves out there, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think, um, you know, I think that happens anytime you are real, uh, genuine, um, and, you know, doing it because it's, you know, I talked about this a few episodes, you know, finding, like, doing something that you, are passionate about even if it's passionate for you yourself mm-hmm. it's not passionate like i'm doing this to help others you know first you got to help yourself so if you if you're doing it and being passionate about it and being you know real about it that's why we originally you know came up with the concept of real on real correct uh you know real shit real talk not you know mm-hmm. this isn't for you guys this is for us um and with that being said with it being for us it it is definitely for you as well. It's. I think um, the hardest thing that people, the, the thing people have the hardest time with is literally. The hardest thing. Right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that, was, that was wood. The, the, the thing that people have the hardest time with is really owning their shit, really calling themselves out and really just going, I really fucked that up. 
Yeah. Now, I think the reason being they do that, yeah, being accountable, I think the reason they do that is because, A, they don't want to really take, they don't want to feel that pain. They don't want to take accountability for it. And they certainly don't want to be judged by their peers if they do come out and say, yo, I fucked this up. But the brutal reality of it is, is I can guarantee you when I tell you about something that I fucked up, you have done the same exact thing, right? Yes. So by me being able to be transparent and honest and open about something trivial even that I fucked up, you can now associate with that and realize that it's not as big of a deal as you think. And the freedom that you feel by just letting it go and owning it, it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Mean, and it takes it the weight you, off your shoulders. Yeah. It, you think clear. Um, I mean, I'm doing it right now. I'm going through a huge growth thing right now. With, huge growth? I'm going with a huge growth. I'm really glad this is audio right now. <laughs> I'm going to get it removed. You guys so do not want to see this. <laughs> um, like I've realized, like yeah, my business is successful. It has grown tremendously over the last five years. But humility, I love it. Trying to <laughs> well, get into that part, uh, realizing that I haven't, you know, I I was playing business. Like it was, we were getting by, like yeah. doing, you know, yep. doing what we need, paying the bills that mm-hmm. we need, you know. Um, but, like, but when, re- when you really look at what you were doing versus, and then obviously as we're starting to speak about it more, right? You really yeah. start to become more clear on like, holy fuck, yeah. I really was not doing what no. I said I was doing. No, no. not right? at all. I was not putting into motion the same exact things I'm trying to tell you to put into motion. And yes. that's where I'm coming from now. I don't want to tell you what to do. I want to tell you what I fucked up and how I turned it around and how I'm fixing it. I'm going to tell you what not to do. What not to do, right? <laughs> and I'm not even going to tell you what not to do. I'm just going to tell you what I fucked up and how right. I fixed it. And then hopefully you're going to be like... All right. Well, I mean, shit, that dumbass can do it. Then I can do it too, right? And that's my hope in all of this is that by being vocal about my own, you know, fuck ups that that you can just be like, all right, this, you know, this, I got this shit. Right. Yeah. It's been, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been awesome. I mean, since, uh, even since we, we started the real and real podcast, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that was on video and not being comfortable in front of the camera talking well we both have a face for radio so. yes <laughs> i have a face for black and white newspaper so <laughs> that actually didn't make any sense whatsoever you're a panda 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 <laughs> anyways guys so this is the this is the end uh this is my first episode this is uh part three of that hanging out with my guy big t talks uh yeah. suit guru here and we're gonna catch you guys again really soon all right guys big t talks check us out on social media and the web. Have a good day, guys. Happy holidays. You too.